Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Scouting for Growth. I am thrilled to welcome today Sally Gaiman. Sally is an absolute superstar in the world of real estate investing and financial education. But the podcast is not going to be for real estate people. It's actually a very important episode for tech founders, investors, business owners aiming to maximize revenue and reduce their tax liabilities. Indeed, after getting hit with a $79,000 tax bill from her wholesale real estate activity, Sally uncovered an incredible secret used by the mega rich to save big on taxes. What she found led her down the rabbit hole into the realm of span thrift trusts. These specialized trusts have been tucked away in the tax code for over 100 years and used by families like the Rockefellers to shield assets and minimize tax liability legally. Yet, they have remained largely unknown to everyday investors and business owners. That is where Sally comes in. She helps demystify complex concepts like spendthrift trusts and make these tax savings vehicles accessible to more American people. Sally now teaches people nationwide through her mastermind uh, how to leverage trust to save up to 90% on federal taxes. For investors, that means no more capital gains, interest income, dividend taxes, or rental income taxes. And for business owners, it translates to slashing taxes by 70% or more each year. Sally has an incredible story of finding this trust herself, reading the law, and now she's able to help owners, founders, investors to earn money and pay taxes in the right way. She also now appears on the stage to educate those willing to listen. I can't wait to learn more about how the Spendthrift Trust works, why most CPAs don't even know about them, even trust CPAs actually. Now you will get the tools and the opportunity to determine if a trust strategy suits your situation. So let's dive in. Sally, welcome to the show. Hi, Sally. Thank you so much for joining me on Scouting for Growth today. I appreciate you having me, Sabine. I, I, I appreciate you interviewing me. Thank you. So first question for you, Sally, is, you know, getting into understanding your journey, right? You started as a Medicare broker. Uh, and so you also were or is a real estate investor as well, which is really inspiring, par partly with the way the market has been going over the past few years, some ups and some downs, and probably at the moment we may have some, some downs. So can you share for us a few moments of your career as a Medicare broker, as a real estate investor, which got you into what you are doing today? I appreciate that. I was a Medicare broker and uh, I started in 2007. Here in the United States, the main time is from October through December. Very, very busy time, but I think there's something like 10,000 people turning 65 every single day. Um, not the best job in the world. People get mad at you. I was seriously looking to do other things, 
but I was both being paid uh, a um, hourly employee. Yeah. And then when I sold the policy, I was also getting 1099 income. So it was, I, I was making great money. I can't complain, right? Making very good money. In October of 2018, my oldest nephew got married in Charlotte. My mom and dad drove from Goodyear, Arizona, which is 20 miles west of Phoenix, to the wedding. Yeah. I knew my mom got sick. She was in the hospital on Thursday. I worked, uh, it's October, busy time. I worked until eight o'clock uh, Arizona time, as in Phoenix, until 8, 8 p.m., then drove myself to the airport. Did a red eye to Charlotte the next morning. Uh, my nephew picked me up. We had breakfast at IHOP, family tradition. And then we went to see my mom in the hospital. The priest was giving my mom last rites. They didn't know if she was going to get better or not. I did not know she was that sick. Later that afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon, a fantastic wedding, uh, friends and family from all over the world. What It was the craziest day of my life, you know, finding out my mom's super sick to going to a fun wedding. Next day, on Sunday, my sister-in-law had a big brunch, went to go see my mom. I had to fly back to Phoenix that day because I had to be back to work at 6 a.m. Monday morning, uh, Phoenix time. Um, my mom got septic of the blood. She was on a ventilator for uh, 13 months. She was in a hospital for 15 months. My mom and dad stayed in Charlotte area for over nine months. My dad had only planned to be gone for two weeks. So every week I was going out to their house to do the mail. December... I got, there was a letter that was 27 pages thick. That was my mom's first statement for being in the hospital on Medicare. When I opened it up, it said it was $72,000. I don't know about you, Sabine, but I don't have that kind of money if I get sick. You know, my, my, my dad was retired military. My mom was getting the best service possible. Right there in my parents' kitchen, I called my friend Glenn on my cell phone and said, Glenn, I need to change my life. He had invited me to a real estate meeting. And he's like, Sally, next Saturday, we're having a um, a Christmas potluck uh, meal. Get a $5 gift. Uh, I bought a, a lavender candle, which because I love the smell of lavender. If you don't know something, most people in real estate are men. They don't want a lavender candle. And uh, and made some food. I go I go to the meeting, you know, kind of scary because it, you know, walk into a party where you don't know anyone. I, I don't like that. Yeah. It was the best decision of my life. I met other real estate investors. I got uh, involved with the classes. In 2019, still working full-time as a Medicare broker, uh, was, uh, 40 hours a week, I wholesaled seven properties nationwide and paid off all my debt. My mortgage, I had two car payments, my brand new car in October that I had three weeks, got T-boned. The guy didn't have insurance. You know, I, I, was, I was a little bit financially in a mess when I started real estate investing. Did really, really well. Rockstar in my real estate group. Well, my CPA calls me to do my uh, when I'm doing my 2019 taxes. He said he asked me to come into his office. I found out I forgot about capital gains. That's uh, when you sell something at a profit for a year or less. I owed the federal government $79,000 and the CPA was putting me on a tax plan with the IRS. I kept it together. I shook his hand. I signed the paperwork. I got my parking uh, parking uh, validated, go down to the parking garage. And I literally cried in my car for 20 minutes. Going, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. So Drive back to my back to my house. My boyfriend had made me dinner. Tell him my my uh, predicament. You know, I'm gonna have to pay about twelve thousand dollars per month to the federal government. I I don't know if you know about real estate feast or famine when you find find something. Um, he's like, we'll figure it out. My mom, who's sick, she's from Ireland. My great aunt, uh, my great aunt Kitty, who's in Ireland, always had a comment saying, if you have a problem, sleep on it. You know, think about it when you go to sleep, and you'll come up with a solution. Next morning, I'm awake, wide awake at 5 a.m. I'm looking for a book called What the Rockefellers Do. Mm -hmm. In my national real estate group, Garrett Gunderson is an instructor. He wrote this book. 
And the Rockefellers have a very specialized trust called the Spendthrift Trust that's seven years old, seven generations old, has almost 400 people under the same EIN number, and they don't have to pay taxes. Well, if the Rockefellers can do it, why can't Sally do that? So I spent five months researching this as hard as I could. I started both my business trust and my beneficial trust in uh, September of 2000. I started teaching a mastermind in my real estate group. First female to teach a mastermind because it's always been men. I'm teaching uh, real estate investors how to stop paying capital gains, interest income, and rental income. And then um, my coach, I, I, I'm a student of Bob Proctor, Sandy Galher, uh, the Proctor Sal, uh, Galher Institute. My thinking into results coach said, I need you to A, move. I need you to find a new real estate group. And I need you to start your own company in uh, uh, in uh, March of 2022. And, you know, I'm like, my coach, Susan, I'm like, Susan, tell me to lose 10 pounds. That's easier. But I did the three steps. I started my own company, The Trust Is You. And now I help U.S. business owners, U.S. 1099 income earners save at least 90% on their federal income taxes year after year, generation after generation. And in 43 states in the United States where there's state income taxes or personal taxes, I help them save uh, the, the money too. Just to give you an idea, I just did a, a presentation for um, a real estate broker and his uh, his uh, real estate agents. Yeah. This is 2003 numbers. Brian, the top real estate agent in, in the group, his real numbers in 2023, he sold $313,925 worth of you know, made in income. With the trust, uh, we are going to save him over $71,466 in federal and state income taxes for a full year. He's just like, that's a lot of money. That's that's more than most people make in a year. The lowest person, I'm not making fun of him, he's a new real estate agent, Nathaniel, sold $105,370. If he got if he had the trust for the entire year of 2023, he would have saved $17,631. That's their money to pay off their mortgage, buy a new car, to um, help a family member out, to go on vacation, uh, to save for retirement, to give to a charity. That's the business trust. And then the beneficial trust is for all U.S. investors. They will no longer pay short-term or long-term capital gains when they sell something at a profit. They will no longer pay interest income if they are a passive investor, a Forex investor, or doing creative financing. They will no longer pay dividend income if they're in the stock market, a day trader, uh, options trader. They'll no longer pay rental income if you're a real estate investor and have 10 doors, 20 doors, uh, multifamily uh, or uh, um, Airbnb or anything like that. And you'll no longer pay royalty royalty income taxes if you are um, an actor, a writer in the NFT world or with the trust because it's copyrighted. I don't have to pay royalty income taxes. And I'm saving people three figures, four figures, five figures, six figures a year in taxes legally. And having you on, my, on your show... Sabine, this is, I just want to tell more people how they too can save taxes at the same time. Okay, so let's unpack this. So first, yes. the book. Can you actually tell us a bit more about the book? And I think the book has changed title as well. Correct. So if Correct. people want to check, right, which book do they need to go to? It is now called What the Billionaires Do. B with a, uh, uh, Billionaires with a B. Um, but it's still the story of the Rockefellers. Their trust is called The Office. They hire 26 CPAs, you know, they can afford it. And um, the, everybody who is a Rockefeller is part of the trust. 
It goes from generation. This trust goes from generation to generation. It's uh, also complex. It can hold money from day to day, week to week, year to year, decade to decade. Discretionary means the trustee can make the rules for the beneficiaries. Non-grantors, someone who is not a beneficiary, signs up. They're the settler of the trust and make up the trust. They're a trustee for five minutes, then they walk away. This is not a speed bump. Somebody in the law firm or myself can do this free of charge for them. And then the fifth element, the spendthrift, has been in front of the United States Supreme Court on two different occasions, and both times Supreme Court has honored the, the spendthrift trust. This is in the IRS tax code. It's legal, and you know people have not heard about. It. They don't talk about it in school. Super rich families, Rockefellers, the Duponts, the Carnegies, O.J. Simpson. If you remember Robin Williams, the actor, yeah, yeah, he, I know. He, he, he unfortunately he he committed suicide. But he has the Spendthrift Trust. His three grown children will pay no royalties for his TV shows, his movies, his comedy acts, everything else. I mean, if they can do this, everybody should know about this. And you're in England. Just to give you an idea, this comes from England. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember the year, so if I give, I don't want to give a year. But I do have a trust here. So it's interesting. You can apply the same principle in the United States. It's where I think it's super important. Uh, tell us more. Correct. Well, King Henry VIII, the famous king for chopping off his wives' heads, yeah. he started the Church of England so you can divorce your wives, you know, that uh, got away from the Catholic Church. I don't know what the trust is called in England, but I I do know England has this. I know so, I know there's a trust up in Canada. I talked to somebody in Australia. They're searching for it because, you know, all the Commonwealth countries, because when, when this became law, when we were still part of uh, England, you know, colonies, yeah. the law firm inherited a trust that turned two, 350 years old in 2023. Mm -hmm. So they, it's, it's contract law that came over from England. So thank you, King Henry VIII. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what your trust is called in England, but you all have it too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, King Henry VIII. The, the and yes, a lot of um, people in England will actually build their trust. Usually it's more for retirement. That's uh, the one I know of where, you know, spouse put their asset, of, you know, some level of asset together in the, in the trust so that when they retire or when one of them uh, disappear, the other one is being taken care of uh, with, you know, in, in the case of, of, uh, um, you know, some people who um, have to 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 make sure that they actually are able to to sustain their family and and else, you know, it's a way to maximize your return with, you know, limiting your tax liability. And it's all, as you said, in the tax code. And it's about really understanding how you can maximize those things. So I want to understand spend three trust. It is, as you said, what it is we are talking about right now. And you yes. have set up yourself as an expert into this type of trust, right? In in the United States. Yes. And, we, and also, I would like you to explain a little bit more how you work with your clients, because you mentioned business trust and also investor trust. And, you know, a lot of my audience are business owners, executives of businesses, but also a lot of investors, Sally. Correct. Correct. So I, both of them are spendthrift. It's the overall umbrella is spendthrift. Purposely, the law firm breaks it into two because I have about 140 clients and I would say only seven of us have both the business trust and the beneficial trust. Like most investors, they're like, hey, I, I don't want to do 
I, I don't want to have a franchise. I don't want to have a a, 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 a Amazon store or anything like that. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because right now, uh, since November, five of my business people who have the business trust have now start, started the beneficial trust, you know, maybe six months later, or one, one gentleman, two years later, because they're saving so much money that they are figuring out that they want to lend money to real estate investors. Um, we have a thing here called gap insurance. Usually yep. you can get a loan on a, uh, an investment property up to 70%, but a lot of investors need that extra 70%. So to give you an idea, one of my clients who is uh, does weight loss, um, affiliate marketer for weight loss supplies, does very, very well, makes almost a half a million dollars a year. Uh, I, I'm using his product right now to lose weight. Um, <laughs> He 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 lives in, uh, in upstate New York. We're saving him thousands of dollars, and he's just like introduced me to real estate. Anyone who needs money, so I have introduced him to at least seven people. Where he's like, I can lend you twenty five thousand dollars for three months at fifteen percent interest rate. Well, with the beneficial trust, that interest rate, he doesn't have to pay that tax those taxes back. So he's growing his money on the business side and on the beneficial side. But the majority of my people just have one or the other. Um, to give you an idea, uh, do you do uh, in England, do you all have Forex investing? Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, here in the United States, Forex investors get taxed twice, interest income and capital gains. So I just talked to, uh, uh, this was earlier in January. The, uh, the gentleman had seen my seen my video on TikTok. He's just like, hey, I'm working 60, I, I, I work 40 hours a week. I make about $60,000 in W-2 income. I can't touch his W-2 income, but he's also a Forex investor. So what we were able to do is lower his federal taxes from 24% down to 22% and then save him his capital gains and his interest income. So we're going to save him. I, I don't have the exact numbers, but let's call it $72,000 for a full year. He's like, well, why am I working still? I'm like, that's your decision. You know, if you want to continue working, be my guest. If you want to quit and just be a Forex investor, he goes, I, I, he goes I'm going to give it until um, half of the year, June 1st, 2024. He's going to see how much he's made in Forex and how much he's saving. And then he might quit his 40-hour week job. And he's just like, I could do more Forex investing. I'm like, that, that's your decision. You know, that, that, that he's getting, I help my clients have options to grow their money and to do, th do, do better things. And another one of my uh, real estate investors, Three years, he went to a CPA saying, I'm paying too much in uh, interest income. He does what's called seller financing of houses. Uh, do, do you know? A, yeah, a, we, a and you know, I talked to quite a few solar, uh, well, solar, uh, you know, tech founders who are actually focusing on solar. And so often you need somebody able to, to finance uh, the technology itself, yes. right, for it to be delivered because it's uh, real, I mean, it's real estate, it's a tangible asset, it's, you know, it's software, exactly. it's technology, it's hardware. So, yes, we, 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 we know of those. Tell us a little bit more about this specific case. So, so he's 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 complaining to a a, a friend of mine. Um, I, I'll be honest, that Aziz is a friend of mine. We're in a master group, mastermind group. He's like, I need you to talk to Sally. So Michael calls me, and his CPA three years in a row tells him you're moving too fast. Michael has eighty five seller financing houses in the Dallas Fort Worth area. In 2000, 2021, he paid a hundred and thirty five dollars in interest income. Mm -hmm. So he started the Spendthrift Trust in August 
of 2022. So we saved them uh, five months of interest income at that time. And then we saved them all of 2023. A neat story. He's got two young children, a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. It's now paying for their private school. His wife, um, we, uh, she was a Vietnamese boat person. She came, she came over to the United States with just the clothes on her back. So they started their own charity. They're helping people who have nothing get into their seller financing houses. So they're start, you know, so he's grown it. Now he's got over 150 uh, seller financing houses. He's in commercial property. They have this charity that helps people. And his wife, uh, Jennifer, is running the charity. And it's just beautiful things like that. I mean, they're, they're, they're making, they're saving so much money, they can give back to their communities and do what they need to do, you know, help communities out. And I, I think that's a beautiful story. That's an amazing story. So you, you mentioned a number, 60,000. I think most of us thinks we need a million, right, to start a trust. Tell us a little bit more that actually, maybe not, Correct. right? <laughs> Correct. Um, again, talking about out uh, with the beneficial trusts, if uh, the average person joining my real estate group is a 50 uh, nationwide is a 56 year old man, if they wholesale a house or fix and flip a house and make $50,000 on that deal, if they're at 24% um, filing jointly, married jointly, there's uh, in the United States, there's seven different tax brackets from 10% to 37% and uh, four ways to file your taxes. So if they're married, filing jointly, and they're at 24%, and they uh, they do this, with the Spendthrift Trust, they will save uh, over $12,000 on that first property. So two properties in one year, they pay for the trust for generations after generations. On the business trust side, I suggest somebody who's making at least $80,000 gross. Um, to give you an idea, my favorite pizzeria place here in the Charlotte area, uh, back in February, I took a, my friend door knocking to show her how to start finding these houses and things. We show up uh, Saturday, a uh, cold February. We get a, a New York style white pizza, best white pizza. Uh, the owner, uh, Mario, he's listening to us talk. He asked for my business card. He and his wife have two locations in the Charlotte area. The um, gross income that the two of them are making are about $15,000 a month, $180,000 a year. In a full year at 90%, we're going to save them over uh, $27,000. So what they're gonna do in 2024, they're gonna open a third location. In 2025, with the $27,000 savings, they're gonna open a fourth location. And when they retire in 10 years, when they leave two pizzerias to one child, two pizzerias to another child, the children won't pay inheritance tax and they too will save 1099 income. So they're just, you know, it's helping regular people just, Mom and pop shops save money. So if you're making $80,000, just to give you an idea, if you're a mom and pop shop at $80,000 and you're not in a state with state income taxes, you will save about $17,000 a year. Um, if you're in a state with state income taxes, it could be a lot more than that. When, when someone makes an appointment with me, I take them out to a free website called Nerd Wallet and I show them their, ta their tax information. Um, yesterday, I, I talked to somebody, she's working full-time and she has a, an online store. She her her plans, you know, I, I can't touch. She she makes um she makes uh fifty thousand dollars in her her W two income. Her online store right now is making about um eight thousand dollars a month. So eight times twelve. God, you're gonna make me do math. It would Oof. be yeah eight eighty plus eight eight sixteen uh ninety six k per year. Ninety six exactly ninety six thousand. We're gonna save her so much money. You know, and she's like, I can almost quit my job. And I'm like, hey, you know, let's get you started in the trust and figure this out. And she's and 
she's selling earrings, you know, earrings on a, 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 on a Shopify store, reselling them. And, and she goes, I just have to click on the orders. I, you know, it's, I spend three hours clicking on the orders. I'm like, and you make you make that that much money a month. I need to start doing that. So you know, <laughs> Shopify orders, yeah, e-commerce, it's interesting. All, all kinds of people are saving money. So tell me, so if um if a business has set up an NL LLC, right, a limited company, and is doing service, right, selling services to organization, because I heard about e-commerce, I've heard about restaurant and tangible um, asset owners. Right. Um, does it play the same if you own an LLC, uh, you know, from a be- beneficiary point of view, because you have to do like the LLC and you have to do the escrow? How does that work if you are making your money from an LLC? Great question. The LLC, S Corp and C Corps are statutory law or state laws. The, uh, the trust I sell, um, 97% of trusts in the United States are what's called the family trust. My mom and dad had that. Susie Orman talks about that. We're not talking about that the family trust that only avoids probate. With the the spendthrift trust that I deal with is on the federal level. We highly suggest that my, the clients shut down their LLCs and S corps because that keeps them open to so people know where they are, what they do, and it keeps them open to lawsuits. We want to stop you from having any lawsuits. What happens with an LLC? You're exactly right. You have to do paperwork in March called the K one that uh, then gets put into your um, your taxes when you do your 1040 taxes, April 15th. Mm-hmm. Your LLC is affecting your pe- personal tax rate. So again, this woman I talked to yesterday about uh, with the Shopify store with earrings, we're going to shut down her LLC, take it out of her personal taxes, put it under a new EIN, employee identification number, that files a 1040 tax return. And again, we're going to drop her taxes from 24% to down almost to twelve percent if 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 she saw if she quits work halfway through the year, saving her thousands of dollars. The other thing that happens with um, th- th- there's a brand new law here in the United States uh, that I want people to know about. It's coming from the Treasury Department. It's part of the Anti Money Laundering Act. If you're an established LLC, doing business as or corporation, you have until January first of two thousand twenty-five to do the Treasury Department's uh, paperwork. If you start a new LLC doing business as or corporation in 2024, you have 90 days or three months to do the paperwork. If you don't do the paperwork, you're going to be fined $10,000 and or two years in jail. And if you if you decide to have the spendthrift trust that I sell, you're, you're shielded from that. So a brand new client who has 44 houses, he had 44 LLCs, you know, one house in each LLC. He's shutting all those down. And I saved him a headache of doing that paperwork 44 times. He's like, who the heck wants to do that 44 times? I'm like, that's a good question. You know, so so I don't care if it's the business trust or the beneficial trust, the four ways you're going to save, number one, federal taxes. Number two, keep your information private. Your, uh, I can, LLC, I can go to the Secretary of State or Corporation Commission website and research that. Number three, you're going to, uh, all lawsuits become frivolous. They just go away. And number four, you're shielded from doing the Corporate Transparency Act from the Treasury Department. I mean, it, th- those are some ugly fines, and they're not even talking about it. I mean, I just talked to a gentleman who owns a, a, a auto repair shop, and he's just like, my, he goes, I do my own, I do my own taxes. I've never even heard about this. I'm like, I, I want small business people to know this. This is a law that could affect them in 2024. 
Fascinating. So I would like now to touch upon my investor connections. Sure. And so so let's look at some scenarios. So a lot of investors I work with are located in international locations, right? They may be in Barbados, they may be in Europe, they may be in, in Asia, but many of them are actually investing in startup in the United Kingdom through their VC firm. So let's look at the scenario of an international right investor having investment in the United States. So therefore they would have some form of structure, right, in the United States to invest in those companies. And I'm talking about tech founders, right? I mean, technology right. world, but probably that doesn't matter. It's an investment. What should they do to be considered for what Correct. you do? Coming to, if you're in the United States, first off, if you're an American, um, I have a, I, one of my uh, clients is an American living in the Cayman Islands. I wish I could do that. You know, but they, they run a scuba shop. Guess who's going to go visit them uh, come April? But even though they have left the United States, they're still responsible for paying U.S. taxes. Correct. Unfortunately, if you're an American, you got to pay taxes wherever you go. Yeah. I also have clients, especially several Canadians who live in Canada, but have real estate investments in the United States. I can't help them with their Canadian taxes, but because they're Canadians in the United States, I'm helping them save capital gains, interest income, and, div uh, and uh, rental income on their Canadian property. There's one more form of paperwork for them to fill out, you know, because to have the trust. Um, I think I told you this story too. I was in London back in March. Yep. I met a gentleman. Um, there, he's he's uh, Saudi Arabian and a British citizen, a dual citizenship, and he's telling me his family. They, they have three of the condos in Trump Tower in New York City. You know, the, the, the father got into this back in the 1970s. They're yeah. selling one of the condos for $13.5 million. You know, so we, we talk, you know, the, fa the father who's in Saudi Arabia, his English isn't very good, but we were on a Zoom. We, you know, we explained things. When we start talking about their real estate in the United States, they have three condos in uh, New York. They have seven condos in Chicago. They have five houses. You know, they got quite a bit of real estate in the United States. And we can save him so much money. The father's just like, we need this trust. Now they're trying to find out for all the real estate in uh, the UK. You know, I, 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 I said, here's somebody you can talk to. I don't know what they do, but he and I had a conversation that he knows about the trust. But, you know, regular people, I mean, this, this is not taught in schools. This is not taught in universities. You know, I, I, again, here in the United States, there are a million active attorneys in the United States. Only 4% of them are trust attorneys. And, you know, they work for very, how do I say this nicely? Very well-heeled people, people who have a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to help the average, you know. Person understand that it's available to them as well. Which exactly. Is like absolutely next, incredible. Next week, next week, I'm talking to uh, an association of hairdressers, people who own their own hairdressing companies. Yeah. I didn't, you know. When I when I talk to the the people doing it, I'm like they should be making eighty thousand. She goes, my people are making over two hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, I didn't know they could make that much money in hairdressing. Uh, you know, I I can't. Cut if you're on top line, of uh, your game, you can make a lot lot of money, Sally. You know, think I, about a hairdresser of Kim Kardashian, for instance, makes a lot of money. Um, but you, yes, you exactly. can. Exactly, I did not know that. So <laughs> I, I'm talking to him next Saturday. So it should be interesting. So. The interesting thing is if people want to know a little bit more about um, the trust framework, like the spend three, uh, three, 
trust framework, they, they can talk to you and you own your own mastermind. Can you tell us how you help people in your everyday get to understand how it's done and think you have your mastermind and you also have the circle of wealth, right? So tell me a little bit more right. how those works. Thank you. Um, my website is www.thetrustisyou.com. When you go out there, uh, you can register for a free video that I go over the two. Uh, it was a presentation I made that I put up there. You can make an appointment with me. Every Monday night, 8 p.m. East Coast time, I do a live uh, 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 Q&A, question and answer. And then the second Tuesday of every month. So next Tuesday, February 13th at 4 p.m., I'm doing a new presentation. And um, I work... I also work with this. Just uh, this has just started since the last time we talked. I have three different webs, uh, Facebook groups that I'm working with the person who owns the Facebook group, where we're doing a series of interviews. You know, one one gentleman has a real estate group, and so we're doing a series of interviews, saying if you're doing, you know, subject to real estate, this is, you know, these are the steps. This is how you can save money. I have an affiliate. Um, uh, I, I, you know, if someone from his real uh Facebook group gets a trust. I have an affiliate that he gets tagged and he gets paid $600. He's just like, I'm happy to do that. He goes, I would love, he's got 17,000 people following him. Another gentleman who has um, a Forex group. We're doing the same thing where we're taking an actual client and breaking it down. You know, if they want to find out about it, we're doing a, a, a live video to teach other people because I'm not trying to steal their clients. I'm trying to help, help their clients them. save money. So if you know, if you save you know, $40,000 a year in taxes, you know, capital gains and interest income because you're a Forex investor, you have more money to invest into Forex and teach more people. So when you even talk about Forex, actually, Sally, you know, imagine about all those people investing in the stock market, right? Probably right. doing that through an app. Can they actually take advantage of the trust process by, you know, they're investing in the app, making money, they have capital gain, and, and and I guess profit, um, and then they are taking some maybe for themselves, but could they be smarter in using that framework to actually save the money, put it in the trust and take it when they need it? Exactly. So so if in the stock market, they're a day trader, that they're going to save dividend income. So dividend incomes are between 10% to 37%, seven different layers, depending what tax bracket you are. What they have to do, it may take a little bit of time, um, True story. One of my clients is a friend of mine from a mastermind. He inherited his dad's stock portfolio, 100 shares of the top 100 companies, dividend paying companies. His father died in 2021. Don was sending us postcards. He was in Banff, uh, Canada skiing. Then he was on a crew. You know, every quarter he was doing something great. Then he got the tax bill. We're with this. Uh, we had to set this up. So second quarter of 2022, we got his financial advisor on a, on, a, on a Zoom. We had to get uh, he had to get a medallion to send it into her to change the um, the stock certificates into the trust name. It took a little bit of time. With third quarter, when he got paid his dividends on third quarter, he paid for the trust, and now he's saving almost let's call it sixteen thousand dollars. He's saving sixteen thousand dollars every single quarter from his father's. Uh, the, the stock portfolio he has. So what he's doing is he's taking some of this money and he's buying more stocks, you know, one more share of each of the hundred companies to grow his portfolio even bigger. And he's not paying taxes on it. This is his money. He could pay off his mortgage. He can uh, buy a new car. 
He can go on another vacation and not have to worry about paying taxes. He can do what he wants with it. And, you know, again, the, the, his, his um, financial advisor, she is telling her clients, uh, she sent me seven more clients. She's getting a, a, you know an extra $600. Her clients are saving so much money. Her clients are giving her more clients. So it's a win, 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 win for everybody, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. And uh, just for, you know, the, the listeners to really understand, now you are teaching people. You are teaching uh, people at school, I think, and educationally. You are doing Harvard. You are doing TEDx. Tell us a little bit more around the the speaking circuit so that people understand right. that something which was eaten, that you are really trying to democratize a little bit more, probably in times where it might be hard for people to meet, make the both both hand meets. Right. You know, again, there's a website 24-7, but I, I've just started um, speaking uh, uh, nationally. Again, um, so I'm going to talk to NFT NYC in April. So people who are in the NFT world, you know, maybe you're an artist or maybe you're a crypto person. Um, you know, here, here's the story. If you are the person who makes the NFT, that's royalty income taxes. If you are the person, so let's say I'm the artist, God help us, I, I, I'm not an artist, but let's say I, I, I make a, 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 a NFT and Sabine, you buy it you, because you bought the NFT and then let's say you hold it for two years and then sell it at a higher price. For you, that's capital gains. So there's you know two different ways to look at this. But you know, my 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 goal is like next week I'm talking to a hairdressing association group saying, hey, this is here's an actual uh, hairdresser in Los Angeles and she has a school. Mm -hmm. I'm saving her four hundred thousand dollars a year with her personal taxes, with her California state taxes, and everything else. And she's just like she she sent me more clients too, other hairdressers in the area and she's the one who put me in front of this hairdressing association because you know it, it's not taught in school it's not taught you're, you're no offense to cpas here in the united states um certified uh, public um accountants they, they they don't go to law school uh 90 96% of all attorneys don't study this in law school only 4% of the attorneys know about this and the the, the law firm I work on behalf of has four trust attorneys that this is all they do is work with uh, clients. They help them save taxes year after year, generation after generation. I, I mean, why wouldn't you want to do it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do it? Good. Great statement, uh, Sunny. If there is a recommendation you would give to, you know, small business owners, investors, real estate investors, tech founders, I mean, you know, tech founders of, of startups. What should they do to get started? E e the easiest thing is please visit my website. You know, download that video, watch the video. Once you download it, there's going to be a, a if you want to set up a 30 minute tax break uh, session with me on, on this tax break session, I'm going to take them out to a free website. It's called nerd wallet. I can show them here's 2023 numbers and here's the coming 2024. Some good news for us and uh, us people. Our taxes have come down a little bit, not a whole bunch, <laughs> a little bit in 2024. But, you know, um, I will show them, you know, here's the formula. Like, tell me what your gross was. I'll show them the formula. Well, I'll send them an email with three articles from Forbes magazine. I'll send them two pages of case law to, you know, so they, they, they can research it if they want. I don't have a copy of it, but I purposely give them the title. It's called Scott and Asher on Trust's fifth edition. 
This is a law textbook that trust attorneys study in school. True, true, true story. Um, one of my Monday night meetings, a son, a 37 year old son was on the meeting. His mom and dad are in the Bronx, New York, and they have five apartment buildings. The, ch the grown children want nothing to do with this. So mom and dad are going to be selling their five apartment buildings. The son's getting information. And so he contacts me a few days later and he goes, my CPA says this is not true. So I send him the link saying, this is, this is the book. This is what trust attorneys study. A week and a half later, you know, I, I, I have a zoom call at one o'clock in the afternoon and it's the, the, the CPA. He's like, I'm reading this. He goes, I'm reading the entire chapter on spendthrift trusts. He's like, let me work with you. I have clients all over the five boroughs of New York who are selling their apartment buildings that we're saving them, you know, capital gains. Just give you an idea. One of the apartment buildings we're, we're working on, they're going to make over a three and a half million dollars in profit. Uh, they're in their they're, they're in their late sixties. That's uh, four hundred and twenty thousand dollars at twenty percent. They're going to save, and six hundred and sixty thousand dollars at fifteen percent that they're going to save. That's money that they would have to pay the federal Absolutely. government. That's now part of their retirement. And you know the 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 couple we're working with, they're like they think the CPA is. I, I don't want to be religious, but he walks on water. He's like, you're saving us six figures. And the CPA is like, yep, I look out for you. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> Thanks, Sally, for coaching me, which is fantastic. Well, Sally, thank you so much for today's uh, discussion. I think we could talk forever because I, even I have more question around so how do people draw money and all those things but i think sally they can get all this information by giving you a quick call going for their free session to understand how to maximize returns um, on their uh, property on their investment on their business so thank you very much for joining me today thank you sabine i enjoyed it i'm sorry i talked so much that's good that's good let's work for me <laughs> this time around <laughs> Excellent. I hope you have a wonderful 2024. Thank you very much, Sally. You too. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Scouting for Growth. Please subscribe, share with friends and leave a five-star rating. Your rating is so valuable. I review all of them and my team help me adapt content to meet your needs. Also connect with me on my preferred channels. I am a B2B growth expert, so you will find me on LinkedIn, Instagram and threads and X as well, as well as Blue Sky. All information available below. Until next, keep scouting for growth.